Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning and one of my favorite Mm. guests, Candy Claire. Well, hello. Thank you for coming on Invasion of Privacy. Oh, I appreciate it. Actually, you know where I want to start is where I saw a movie this week called Hustlers. Candy has not seen it yet. I haven't. I'm not giving anything away. There are just two points I want to really get across, maybe three or four. One is J-Lo's obviously hot. Yeah. Well, she's like 50. She's a vampire. It's like, we get it. Mm -hmm. She's a goddess. She's talented. Here's my beef that came out. My vegan beef that came out (laughs) in Hustlers. I'm not vegan, but you get what I'm saying. Um, The glorification of fur again. Like I've had this issue with her for a long time. And like, I went to see Hustlers and she did it again where it's like, this glorification of fur and she even like she gives it as a gift and she's like it's chinchilla and I'm like ew like and I already know the title of this podcast Candy and I have matching coats we're gonna wear them for the promo (laughs) but it's like real bitches wear fake fur and I just want to say I'm a fan of JLo's how are you not like she's incredible but like kindness to animals and morality is important and also the movie I feel like like they kind of try to call themselves like the Robin Hoods. Is this based on a true story? Yes. But they, it's like, I feel like the movie still glorifies drugging men. They drug men like this do a whole thing. And I just want to say this, this sounds obvious, but drugging men or women is never okay. Mm. Like I know it's like an obvious statement, but like, and Cardi B was bragging about it, you know, but then backtracked and said she never drugged people as a stripper, but it's like, Oh wow. Did you know that? I mean, I knew she was a stripper from the song Blood Money Shoes. <laughs> I, 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 I was trying to move on, but I took that in. I was like, that's not the name. Bodak Yellow. Yes. So, yes. So, so they, someone pulled up like an old facebook live of hers where she was bragging about drugging dudes and like taking their money whatever whatever so um she obviously had a lot of what do you call it when people react people got mad you know so then at first she was like look it was back then i've learned a lot and i was like okay you know and then 
now she's like, oh, I never did it. So it's oh, that's like, interesting. well, I mean, maybe legally she has to now say that, but I just want to say you don't drug men or women like in the me too movement. It's for everyone. Right. And that's what I, that's what puts people off against feminism is when it feels like it's like, what's okay for one isn't okay for the other. It's or about, vice yeah. Versa. It's about equality, which works for everyone involved. It's not, um, I don't know. So I, I thought it was a great movie in many ways, but there were the fur and then, but does she get pushback? Like just in her life because of that already? The fur thing? Yeah. I know she used to. Like PETA used to really make a big deal. And I feel like. She would also wear mink eyelashes like before that was ever a thing. And I remember that was. She's a diva. I love her. Like this is this is the problem. I love in some ways that she can do like the peacock feathers off the eye. and, And yet there has to be in my perspective, because I do think she's a goddess. Um, she should care about where that fur comes yeah. from. And um, if someone has an old fur coat that they want to wear, of course, but contributing to the fur industry mm. as of now, unless, yeah, contributing to the major fur industry. If you're a native American and you're doing it, you know, you're eating the Buffalo and then wearing right. its fur, There's obviously, whole, yeah. yeah, I'm obviously not talking about that. But the fur industry and a lot of factory farming in general is just so disgusting and needs to change. Um, I'm not saying everyone needs to be vegetarian. Um, And some vegetarians don't like that. I'm saying let's first, like in my dreams, I've been visiting a lot of places. I've seen a lot of the darkest places and I've seen animals rotting away in factory Mm -hmm. farms in the astral realm for real. And like we need to fix these darkest corners. I've also in my dreams visited very underground hidden prisons where people are rotting away as well. So we're all one. So we can feel those pain spots. And I know one of my missions is to, if I can feel, you know, I've been in the emergency room and stuff. I'm so yeah. sensitive. I can feel these things. And it's like, yo guys, we need to treat each other, this earth, every being with kindness and not it's it's also in a good selfish way it's like you treat every, you know what I mean like treat mm-hmm. yourself with this, with love and treat other beings like animals with love even if you're not vegetarian there's a proper way to go about things um and it's just not happening so I would like JLo to care a little more do you hear us do you hear us JLo <laughs> right to you <laughs> right to her house more lips to the goddess's ears you know <laughs> Well, honestly, I don't think a real goddess would wear fur. So I think she is and she's not one in my eyes. That's my obviously she's a goddess. I mean, it's Jennifer fucking Lopez. Okay, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at this point, what's also really sexy is a big caring heart for animals in this planet. So it's like she kills it. Her body's insane. She's an incredible actress. Like she's awesome. She's proven that. But I also Mm -hmm. I'm like wanting a little more and I don't think A-Rod's the one for her. Also, but. She's an influencer on those sorts of things too so she steps up and says you know what hoes mm. <laughs> stop buying the real stuff <laughs> and put some synthetic companies in business. Kim Kardashian did that. So she's off the fur? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All of the Kardashians? I don't know if all of them but yeah. I'm a little hot. I'm going to have to move to a different <laughs> I'm like feeling oh, a little funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, let me move. Get comfy. Yeah. I was like, why am I feeling funny? Do you care if I pause it real quick, actually? 
Hello, we are back, and Hi. we are in a colder environment. Tempur-Pedic, though. Tempur-Pedic, and I ended up having, um, you know, I'll let you describe what happened, actually, Candy. Well, I mean, I think there was a combination of heat and, you know, being out of your comfort zone for the first time in a while. Um, and then- So, yeah, my listeners know that I've been going through and healing a deep trauma and uncovering memories and um it has not been easy so I'll let you go from there candy kind of experienced for whatever reason trauma set in I have not this is one of the furthest trips I've done in a while a little bit like you've been in a protective cocoon for a while and not protective but it's been I made it that way I've been in my home a lot and working from home for a reason yeah um as I undergo some stuff (laughs) some serious stuff yeah. And then so you coming here, which is a huge step. So it's like you're like I, I was telling you, like you're still processing through it. Like you're in forward motion. But like, you know, this is all part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, this is why I haven't been doing very many Manhattan spots <laughs> is uh, just coming because because Jersey City for me is only like 40. Um, but for me that right now is is a lot. And I think a lot of people who've been through traumas or whatever, um, you have to listen to your body. And I know I can be hard on myself feeling like I should be able to give more. And my mom and I were talking about this cause she can relate. And like, all you have is all you have. Yeah. You can't, you know, and when you're undergoing some deep spiritual healing, it takes a lot of energy, even if you can't see it. Mm-hmm. So it's been an intense time. Candy got to experience it. I didn't expect it to happen like that, but Thank you. I was of crying course. and I almost threw up. I did not. But then. Um, it's also a throw up palace in here, really. Uh, my, well, that's my, a separate yet related, I guess. Right. Thing. My, that's how my system works. So with me personally, I and you know this, you've come over here to take care of me when I've been like, which I thought was a hangover. And it barely was take not. care. It was like I threw Gatorade at you. <laughs> I was, You were like dying. And I was like, oh, my God. You were like, could you bring me some? Gatorade and I was like yeah and I I remember coming in and being like oh you're like dying right now I remember because I get when I hate being around Mm because when you have those things and you have a kid when Shane was like two I think there was like a two month where it was stomach virus stomach virus like I I just don't fuck with that shit so I like threw like I was like of course I'll get you stuff and I remember like throwing it and you're like oh thank you yeah and I mean, that's the thing. I just, I know when I get into those places, it's a lot of my systems are working together to create the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And the way my body operates is, will be to throw up. Mm-hmm. So it's like I completely, mm-hmm. and that's been my system since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like that's my yeah way. Well, I just recently started getting back into throwing up yeah. from when I was a kid. I think I had such a fear of it. I think it was related to abuse, honestly. I think when I would throw up younger, because my parents' plate were was full, especially my mother's who was undergoing trauma, um, I would get yelled at. You know what I mean? Like if I disrupted life, it was our life was already too much. And I'm just trying my hardest now as I heal to be kind to myself. And when Shane makes a mistake or when I make a mistake to show kindness to myself and also like as a parent I don't want to be and I talked about that last time too hi Ribbit Candy's dog Ribbit is one of the cutest dogs and 
She's right she here on my lap. She was calming girl. me down um, when I was crying and telling Candy what I've been going through. And thank you again, Candy, because it was like, it can be embar- like, that's why often people isolate. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's hard being seen in that way. Like, it's like, I want to keep it together. And I, you know, I was like, I need, a, I want a podcast. I want to do my stuff and it's like um I will always do it it's just it's hard to be seen in that really vulnerable tender state do you remember the first time that you because I think now like part of my healing process is in the hardest part for me has been connecting my body it's like I feel like I really found my stride with like mind spirit but connecting my body to those things has been the hardest part for me and it really it wasn't until recently that I realized Mm. if I was sick how much of a role the other elements were playing into that like I had those kind of as separate planes do you remember the first time that you kind of recognized that the physical was coming from a much deeper and more spiritual and mindful place did you just ask my favorite question ever (laughs) (laughs) um that's a great question, actually. I don't. I think. I think a lot of us on a deep, deep level, right? When we get sick and we start praying to God or Goddess out of nowhere, mm-hmm. I think like that's almost innate. Like I think I did that even when I was like pure atheist. When I'd get sick, I'd be like, "Dear God, if you exist, mm-hmm. like please help me." Like, um, but I think when I started really making the connection, I think one of the biggest ones was after the labia game video that you were a part of. Um, cause I've had Lyme disease since I was 23, but if you don't, if you, uh, you know, with any, not just Lyme disease with, with just being a human, I think if you don't pay attention to your body, it will respond. And after shooting that, um, I think I was just pushing it too much. I wasn't resting enough. I didn't realize what was about to come up in terms of the trauma fully. I mean, I kind of did, but I couldn't walk for two weeks and that, it wasn't the first time I knew of the mind body spirit connection. I had been talking about it, but I think it was one of the deepest ones for me that I was like, you cannot walk like you need to wake up to something. And I really, that was like one of my big moves into really softening. And then last winter, cause my fingers normally really swell up with my, I have like a circulatory thing, but I don't know if it's what I think it is. I realized as I came into my body more, how much I was like, banging my hands like I would like thrust like a a kitchen cabinet door closed too hard and I wasn't even you know what I mean like so I think I think yeah it's I think I've known for a bit but it's really starting to click in more and more and especially as I did the non-dual Kabbalistic healing work it is about really listening to your Mm -hmm. body and your system so if my inner in, in my interpersonal life if someone seems nice, but my stomach's like going, you know what I mean? Like I let myself listen and I don't try to come to necessary judgments at first. Cause that could be dangerous too, but I'm like, no, listen, so it's telling you something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't, yeah, I guess, I guess like a year and a half, two years ago was like one of the deepest of like, Oh, when I couldn't walk, it was like, I, I knew I was like, you have to speak your truth more. Yeah. I was pushing myself so much still like in comedy. You get it. Mm-hmm. It's such a hustle. <laughs> um, 
I'm laughing because we were talking about hustlers before, but it's like it's it's it is to do New York City comedy as a single mother. And when I started, I was still teaching. It really takes a lot out of you. So when that happened, I knew I I was like, Kate, you have to say no to so many shows. Like you just you can't walk. I couldn't even go to like pick up my son from school for two weeks. So it that was like a very big turning point and admitting my sensitivities. I mean, today was another turning point in a sense, right? Like I started getting really hot and I just didn't, it's my first time, like you said, right. out of the house in a bit. And, and a part of me wanted to say, Oh, push it down, push it down. And I was like, no, like stop the recording and, and take care of yourself. So like that's in that same realm of if my system starts to overwhelm or I don't feel well, even if I feel stupid saying it out loud, it's like, I'm learning how to speak my truth in all areas, whether it's, you know, in, in whatever. But that's what I was saying, too, as I was crying. I was like, it's hard also having a podcast and going through what I'm going through and not in many arenas of my life and and trying to find that balance of being honest, but like not oversharing for their sake and mine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I guess I like I feel like these things are coming up as you're ready to take them on, you yes. know, because there's so many different elements of your whole being that have to be ready to deal with it. Um, so, you know, this I, I find like when people talk about having repressed feelings or in this and that and this and it's talked about in a negative way, it's actually no, it's like your system's way of guiding you and protecting you and, and getting you there when it's time, you know? What a beautiful lesson I need to take in mm-hmm. as well. Because I've made the mistake of pushing on people's defense mechanisms mm-hmm. and that in itself is a crime. You know, like, because what you're saying is right and, and I had something, I don't want to get too deep into it, but... I had a person try to jar awake a memory that has come up now much earlier and it was very, very painful and disruptive Mm -hmm. and traumatic in itself. So what you're saying is true. These things come up when we're able to handle them and deal with them. And there's this like beautiful hidden knowledge in a sense to all of this. Right. Well, you call it God, goddess, source, Mm -hmm. but you're right. Yeah. That's very cool. I am. you know, Are you putting it all together now? Like I'm, I know, I am, I, I am logistically putting it together, right? Explain. So it's like I can see now clarity. I can see how. So when you get sick, you can see. Yes, I can see how it's all connected. But am I fully in my body and 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 whatever actions need to take place to sort of make those worlds melt or whatever needs to happen hasn't happened yet. But I feel like the the biggest stuff for me was actually seeing that there. And it's like, it's so much listening to your body. And like people that know, and my mom will tell me, I've been like this since I was young. I get very ambitious or I'll be on a project or something and I'll push myself and push myself until, and it's also became like a part of my process. It became one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm not doing enough if I don't get myself to that point. So that's where a lot of people yeah. are living from. Yeah. Um. So I think now like I'm, you know, and it's also like it is logistic because I have to project manage myself more than anything else. But it's necessary that we do these things and that part of managing yourself is self-care. 
you know, and living where we are now versus like I've gone out to L.A. Self-care is so important there. Like people give it like this whole like, oh, they don't you know, it's so vain, but it's actually the opposite of that. Yeah. You I, I felt when I was there, I, I was automatically making healthier choices, just like being a yeah. part of that. And then when you're here, you're literally running from one thing to the next. You're always hustling. You're always, you know, trying to make the next big thing happen. You're forcing pizza down your throat at like, you know, 100 miles an hour. You're not taking, you know, we're cold. We're going in and out of extreme temperatures. Like, yeah. So, yeah, comedy, comedy life in New York mm -hmm. City is so extreme. And um, I haven't done it like that since uh, that moment of not walking mm-hmm. but I did it for years like barking at the lantern mm-hmm. in the cold with like Robin Shaw Jabron mm-hmm. Emma Sheba like you know I-, I wonder what my body was really saying back that I mean because now I can't even be in the cold like that like mm-hmm. like my body really reacts and I used to kind of just allow my fingers to swell and like I just it's yeah it's well, just I also wonder if that was just part of our journey anyway, because you don't know those things until you're there. So that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah I'm like, you can't regret anything, no. and yet I would not go back. You know, right. like um, even the things that you know, yeah, you you can't go back because if you take one stone out, the whole road crumbles, which is not a quote I made up, but it's true. And all you can do is try to become more and more you. It's hard. It takes a lot of compassion. Like you Becoming were talking about is probably <laughs> one of the most excruciating things because you are really facing some shit about yourself and beautiful yeah. and beautiful, you know, right. But so it's interesting. It was like, Oh, <laughs> that was all me. And let's take a look there. <laughs> yeah. Victimhood mm-hmm. really starts to dissolve, but it's dissolving into self love because you can see that those shadow places, but then when you can show them, whether it's love or just acceptance, mm-hmm. then something else happens. And what we really all want is freedom, right? Like a lot of people are in relationships where they don't really feel free. And you and I can both speak on that. Mm-hmm. We're both divorced. Like, and we've had ex, you know, exes since then. And, you know, ultimately we all want to be loved for who we really are. And that's the journey we're on is true intimacy. We want to be seen and I think first you have to have the strength to like be who you are, even if you feel rejected. And that's been a big thing of my journey that sometimes makes me feel like a loser. That like I was telling you when we were paused, but it's been claiming my emotions and my truth and my heart and my feelings that I can or can't change. Like, you know, the more work I do, it's just like acceptance. This is how I feel. Um, even if feelings are not are unrequited. Is that how you say it? Unrequited? Feeling unreciprocated? Yeah, but I think there's unrequited. Okay, you guys know what word I meant (laughs) if I botched it. But yes. Reciprocated. Reciprocated is also another word that Uh, works there. But unrequited, whatever. Yeah. Um, But I think all of these things that were put through these lessons, it's really once again about self-love, loving you, loving who you are, and knowing that no one really has the power to... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Reject you, accept you. It's just true. I know it sounds corny and like I still have felt rejected. I'm not saying those feelings aren't valid, but like I've been through so much at this point and I know that it's only bringing me closer to me and closer to actual love, not just my own self-love, but yeah, the planet, animals. You know, I know we kind of got off when I was talking about J-Lo. I don't want to like start any conflict with her. She's like one of the most powerful, uh, talented women out there. I just, I just think, you know, animals are experiencing real trauma as well. You know what's interesting? And we feel it. Um, so we're in my bedroom now and behind me I've over like the lo- the course of the last several months sort of created my own little shrine place yes. based off of like people in I'm LA. proud of you. Thank finally. you. Yeah. Have like meditation. You've seen spaces. my shrines. Yeah. yeah. So I started slowly Altars. putting this thing oh. together and it's very personal to me. There's a lot of Keona Reeves and David Bowie elements, some dead bugs and a half shell. As what bug do. is that, by the way? It's a. Is that a praying mantis? No, it's a grasshopper. Like, that's a huge grasshopper. Yeah. Um, and a ladybug. <laughs> you didn't kill. You didn't kill those. No, that no, you no, found no. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I like that you have an altar to them because they're yeah. beautiful insects. So sometimes at night, like it's my favorite thing to sort of like come in here. I'll put on my Susie and the Banshees radio on pan on Spotify, and then I, you know, sit down and I light my candles and kind of have this whole little time to myself and light, um, light the other candles and I have my little Buddha and stuff in there. And what's interesting is about, I'm saying this about my dog, is that 99.9% of the time she is, and I don't live in a very big space, but she is next to me. Like she's wherever mm-hmm. I am, you know? And the, even the place that I've created the sitting area is pretty comfortable. Like a dog would lay there and be quite comfortable. When I'm there and I'm lighting candles and having those things, she doesn't, she goes away. Interesting. Like she won't even stay in the room now, I realize. And it's not until the candles are out will she come in. So I'm wondering, is some kind of spirit or element coming in that she is afraid of? Is it just maybe the lit candles make her nervous for whatever reason? So it's just like I kind of wonder, like I, I wonder what she's seeing that I don't. I can give you my 
input. Yeah. Who, you know, who knows what the truth is, but there could be different things. One could be, I think often, because you're a very powerful person and we forget that our subconscious is working often almost, depends, not as much necessarily. That's a whole other story. Your subconscious might be sending off signals that you want some space in mm. that sacred moment to really reflect and you don't want, you know, to like pet that you're you're really like doing a, a, a ritualistic, mm-hmm. you know, meditation kind of thing. So she honestly, because animals are sensitive and I sometimes sense Jada when she really knows that I need space like in a, you know, she'll just walk away. So she might sense that just even you. Mm-hmm pushing away or there might be spirits that enter for real that she's not used to. I mean it could be a mixture of these things the light the yeah. lights from the candles um but I don't get the sense that it's like a negative thing to be scared of it also could just be something that's new that Ribbit's not used to right. but maybe eventually who knows what could happen well we also I read Yoshi who is our friend Kalise her little dog was here and laid down right next to me really yeah so it's definitely, it's not transcendent among all animals. Not that I've tested, I'm not bringing them all up in here and Just testing it out. Just <laughs> Ribbit didn't want anything to no. do with it. Well, so, it's not Ribbit shit right so now. So then, exactly. So it was just one of those things, like last night I came home and I had a little mushrooms, not going to lie. Um, and I was like, this is a nice little time for this. And it's like, she'll come in and she'll sit here and look at me and then she leaves the room altogether. Instead of like, she used to just sit on the bed next to me. She's so in tune with you, though. I think she might be like, she might also be sensing what you're talking about. You might be swimming through other states of consciousness and realms and it might be like, I'm good. You know, like she might not even be scared. She might just it just might not be her thing that. Right. You know, Jada has different reactions when I'm in these realms. Like if I'm giving a healing and she is in the room, which isn't often at all. But like, um. Sometimes she comes up and wants more of it. Sometimes she's like, oh, sometimes she can feel beings Mm -hmm. that. But I have so many different beings and deities in my home that I work with that are welcome. Um, Yeah. I mean, sometimes I hear Jada barking. I think it's just to get my attention. But maybe maybe sometimes she's barking at things she sees. I would believe it. I think animals can see into. Well, I was also saying before she's also does like when we go to the park, if. There was a man literally sitting like how I am now, just on a bench. And he was meditating. I only know that he's meditating because I can just sort of recognize how he was posturing himself. But to a standard dog, you would think, or a standard human, this guy's sitting on a bench. She could be picking up on maybe a little bit of your resistance. Maybe the deep part. Because obviously there's a huge part of you that's loving the spirituality and becoming more you. But maybe there's that resistance that that maybe Ribbit's picking up on the resistance right. or something. Who knows? Like I was, well, so you don't think everyone's a demon? <laughs> no. Well, because if someone's I mean, doing Tai Chi in that park, you better back right out out because she is like out of there. It's like really? how dogs react with the, there's a, like a half pipe skateboard ramp and they can't, they freak out. That's how she acts if someone's doing Tai Chi. Yeah, she might literally have a reaction to the spiritual arts, but it might just be because, I don't know. It doesn't mean she'll always have that reaction. You know, I don't want to say I know what it is because I kind of gave some thoughts, but I wish Ribbit could speak. Ribbit looks comfortable as hell, though. (sighs) Ribbit's like half in my lap, half half spilled out. Yeah, so cute. 
Aw. His little baby Charles. Yeah. I know. Ribbit's a good pup. Um, yeah, I mean, I love what we're talking about. <laughs> now Ribbit is like barging in. Give me love. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm excited as I heal these things to be able to receive. Kabbalah, the word means to receive. It's the lights from above, mm-hmm. you know. Keter is like the closest one to the heavenly lights. And I want to heal to feel worthy of a really good life filled with positive and negative life force you know like the full spectrum of the experience but to be able to navigate it in a way that is self-confident and filled Mm -hmm. with self-love and forgiveness for myself and then others because you can't really forgive others until you know how to forgive yourself otherwise it's fake and fake martyrdom Mm -hmm. but um I'm looking to really being able to like surrender into the river that swims us you know but down please it's happening that's kind of what we were talking about before when i paused it you know it's like you were saying and you said it on here it's like things unfold at their pace yeah and that's been one of the hardest things to surrender to is when you think when your ego thinks it knows like the right timing or plan or the way things are supposed to unfold it's like there's such a higher intelligence to all of this and kind of not becoming a puppet to it because we still have free will and we still get to be embodied mm-hmm. in our human experience, but to really try to just go with it and yeah. let your, and trust that when you do go with it, there are so many gifts around the corner and I'm trying to get there. It's just, I'm healing some, some stuff that, and a lot of self hates up for me to heal. So it's just a little bumpy. And, and it's also, you know, um, I've been going through this process for the last few years now the healing process after a breakup but I was literally recovering from a breakup I didn't there's no childhood trauma or anything that I'm dealing with there's you've been through some stuff though I it's it's not a trauma but like death yes I mean that's still yes absolutely that was a, a, a huge thing um and I think again it wasn't even recognizing the connections that those things have on relationships and all that sort of stuff so even just being able to see that and piecing those things together um has been huge but even when you're going through this process we're still parents like you yeah. you have to function they have to eat and stuff like it's crazy what thank they you need. for saying that yeah <laughs> you know so yeah you i mean it's a lot of energy mm-hmm. and i have felt guilty in this process like on the days where i didn't have enough to give to shane mm-hmm. and if I said to him, hey, would you like to go to your dad's instead today when he would say yes? Like there was a part of my ego. Of course. You know, and then I'd be like, no, like I'm, you know, I've given so much and and I know I'm a good mom and Shane knows I love him. Like everyone knows that. <laughs> so I'm like, you can give to, you know, like you're going through a real thing. I've been in and out of mm-hmm. the ER. Like it's like, you know, and, and it's out of love for him too. Cause I wasn't necessarily given that full experience of freedom I w- was definitely not that experience of freedom in that way where it's like look I understand if you like you can go where you feel you want to go really I love you I love him my son unconditionally regardless um and I know you know I know he loves me right. so but he's also 13 oh. and it's like a whole other like he's experiencing a whole other kind of freedom right. so here I am also going through this and like bopping in his room like 
what you doing? You want to hang? And he's like, definitely not. And I'm like, oh, God. You know, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, God. You know, and I'm like, no, he's allowed. He's a teenager. Yeah. Like, I'm not forcing. We did watch uh, the newer updated Freddy uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. There's an updated one? Yeah, they made like a 2010 one. Kellen Lutz from Twilight's in it. I feel like I half know this. It was good. I mean, when we clicked it, I thought I was watching the, that the original. original one. Man, I got to see that. What the fuck? Outside. No, it was a bird came and went boom and then flew away, but like on purpose. Oh. It was a bird. It looked like a blue jay. Was it Miss Peregrine? <laughs> Don't even fuck with me because you know I think it was something like that was a crazy signal. Well, what were we talking about? I don't even know. I completely don't know rock, after that. Rock. It's okay. No, the bird's okay. Praying for the bird. That was wild. It's all its reflection. I like that I look at your window though and it says be your own queen. Because like Candy has a daughter. We we were talking about like parenting. So Candy has a daughter, Lucy, who's incredible. And I love these really positive. You look Mm -hmm. at the window and it says be your own queen. Have a good day. Never give up. Be happy. Mm -hmm. But then you have a cry emoji, which I like. Because it's like it's okay to be sad. A happy one. It's her favorite thing to sit in here herself. And she'll ask as well to sit in here. And... But, you know, she's also still 11 years old. So we sat there and my friend Clive is here from England and he's a Buddhist. So it's like I have this little boot in here. So we were kind of sitting and he was having his own quiet moment. And, you know, Lucy likes to talk like she likes, which is great for me because it's probably that's going to be one of those moments where I there's not going to be a cut off communication like that communication between the two of us is Mm going to be good. Like Mm -hmm. that's a safe space for her to share what she's actually feeling. But it was like she was talking about how was there was this boy at her school that likes her and was probably going to ask her to be his girlfriend. But there was this other girl. And then Lucy was like, but I'm more attractive than her. And I'm like, you can't say that here with Buddha. And she's like, you're right. I'm sorry. And she gets on the bed. She was like, you're right. But I would like a boyfriend by tomorrow. Thanks, Buddha. <laughs> she's great. So she has like her own relationship with it yeah but for me the most important thing right now is that she uses as a a place to communicate which especially as you know going into this phase where it's puberty and everything they've got going is firing off on their own cylinders as it is they shut down you know so communications mm -hmm. everything expression so it's great that that, like you know we have that we promote that so much Mm -hmm. so um i hope both Shane and Lucy as they go through into adulthood and in adulthood because even you know it's hard to remain open um yeah uh and I I think what I was talking about when the bird hit which was I'm taking it as a sign um I was talking about Shane and maybe I was going you know because it's very important boundaries Mm -hmm. especially with like being a comedian and the kind of jokes I do so maybe the bird was like hey you know, like I, I've been trying to talk about him less and post about him mm. less, especially as he enters this. Like I want him to feel like his own person. So I'm going to stop now right. talking <laughs> like that. To me, it was like a signal like be maybe it was also a beautiful signal because I love that bird mm-hmm. um, of freedom for me and for him in a sense. But um, I am trying to like share less and less of his experience because he can start up his own podcast again if he wants to share right. it, you know. My, you know, sometimes people ask me questions about how Shane feels about things. I'm like, you guys are going to have to just go directly to him. I don't, you know, sometimes I really don't know. Yeah. 
But it's also... I, I mean, was getting interviewed the other day, yeah. and the guy was like, how does your son feel about, like, labia game? And I was like, I don't fully know. Like, we've talked, you know, like, I'm like, I assume... I'm sure he doesn't think about it all the time. Like, he shouldn't think about mm. it all the time. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know some of his friends have listened, and they said that I have bars and stuff. Like, that's cool. Oh, Hey. Hey. No, yeah, that's that's all I was like, well, what'd they say? It's <laughs> like my friends found your video and <laughs> hate or like it. No, so when he said that they like they thought I had skills, I was like, Well, that's great. But I still also know the shit that comes with that when that's your mom. So, you know, he's gonna have to share his own experience. I don't wanna assume to know, mm-hmm. but he's one of the coolest, I think. He's just amazing. So and just the way he's handled family situations like he manages to like find love right for like everyone involved and um that's kind of what i wanted him well, to he's also no very loved like no matter what the, like there's you know what i mean he has there's so no much qu- love and right. so he does yeah so it may it's it's safe for him to do it back which is great yes you know so and he was he's been raised vegetarian too so he's also in that realm yeah. been raised like with the awareness of of animal stuff but i've even said to him myself his dad hasn't said this but oh maybe he has but i was like it's your diet you eat how you want to eat and i think that's very important with religion mm-hmm. diet like when you have kids to really let them figure out who they are mm-hmm. um but easier said than done but i think we're both doing it we're doing it we've got some cool kids um, I think, is there anything you, I, I, I might wrap it up soon. Cause I think right now we did about 30 and I think, I think yeah. it was like 10 before I had my, where sure. I needed to pause. I won't put it down. I feel like this was a really good talk and certainly necessary for you and this part of the experience and being here and, you know, getting out of my yeah. house, getting to see you. Let's talk real quick. I did an, uh, I did an Akashic records thing with you and I also, um, I did a channeling with mm-hmm. you and I also pulled a card for you. And I just want to share the story real quick sure. because I pulled the card. It's from the um, Art Through the Eyes of the Soul Oracle deck. It's one of my favorites. The artwork's insane. And it was um, the Golden Solar Angel. And it said, Embrace Enlightenment mm-hmm. to Candy. And part of her homework was to try channeling. And st- well, I don't even need to get into that. But what's crazy is the illustration on the Golden Solar Angel card, Embrace Enlightenment. It matched, and I'll let you finish. Yeah, so I think uh, a year ago, probably, just almost probably a year to the day, actually, I had one of my girlfriends over, and we were drawing pictures. Like We were like, oh, let's just do art. Like, we went to the art store, bought sketchbooks and colored pencils, and sat there, and I drew this picture. And so when Kate sent me the picture of this card um, just the other day, last week, I'm like, God, that looks really familiar to me. And I realized I had drawn this face particular face almost exactly a year ago so it's just interesting how things are in your realm and your universe and you don't even know it again they will show themselves when you're when it's time for you to see them and it's pretty cool yeah she showed me the drawing and the face matches it's like a big version of the face but it matches the face of the card exactly it's wild (laughs) and it's the golden solar angel so like you should be calling on that deity mm-hmm. um, all the t- like as much as you want. And same with any of you listening. Like these are deities for us to connect to, whether it's angels, archangels, mm-hmm. mermaid realm, numbers. fairy realm, numbers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And numbers also 
really remember for us to align or that angels are supporting us. They have all different meanings, but birds, the animal kingdom, mm. there's so many symbols that are around us. I see your little like unicorn, hor- the pink horse keeps looking at me from yeah. back there. You know, it, there it's just things to remind us of our truth and joy and freedom which I'm doing my best of Mm -hmm. healing so I can finally be in life and feel gratitude and feel worthy of abundance so well thanks for thanks for coming on Candy well thank you I love I love doing this with you so thank you for having me again is there anything you want to promote you have your own podcast yes it's called figuring it out with Candy and Steve and we probably do it once every few weeks because it's um not the easiest thing to do because we try to do a lot of research and stuff behind it. But yeah, so we're on all the same things you can find Kate's on. Yeah, come check us out. All right. And you can follow her on Twitter, right? And Instagram? Yeah. Candy Claire, C-A-N-D-I-C-L-A-R-E. Awesome. And then I have some events. So this coming Saturday, I'm in Montclair, Chelsea Square, Montclair. I'll be reading tarot from 11 to 4. It's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't have a... Uh, trauma arise while reading although truth is truth let it all happen and be what it is I guess um no it'll be great I'll be reading tarot come to that Chelsea Square Montclair um (laughs) I am a little nervous now that I talk about like you know it's a lot 11 to 4 okay it's fine come out come see me um and then I've got a rising phoenix ceremony event in Island, New Jersey at my house that is November 21st at 6 p.m. And then I'm recording my second comedy album, Superpowers, right. at the Stress Factory in New Jersey, March 29th. There will be a 6 and an 8 p.m. show. It's a Sunday night. Nothing too late. Mm. Trust me, I like to go to bed early. So um, hope to see you guys there. I don't even know if they've put tickets up yet. On the, So just like mark it in your calendars. Like there's no tickets, I don't think, yet to buy. It's a little early, early. but just mark it. Just mark it in the calendar. And thank you all so much for listening. Oh, get a healing from me. Kwolf, two Fs, 27 at gmail.com and Twitter, uh, Instagram at the Kwolf. Thank you all. Thank you, Condi. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Yeah, you like it? 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 Yeah, you like it?